This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Well, of course, today's show is going to be about the uh, uh, Kavanaugh hearings yesterday, the she said, he said before the Senate Judiciary Committee. I meant to do this show last night after the hearings, but uh, after the all-day hearings that were so dispiriting and really depressing when you see uh, how far down the Democrats have drug uh, this confirmation project uh, uh, process. It was uh, it was just so depressing uh, that um, I didn't feel like doing the show, and I believe that most of you probably uh, didn't feel like listening to it. So I went ahead and slept on it so I could come back with a fresh perspective today. Morning, everybody. I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now, a journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So we're going to cover this uh, this episode and this analysis of the hearings in four parts. We're going to talk about uh, Dr. Ford's testimony. Then we'll talk about Judge Kavanaugh's testimony. And we'll analyze the, the Democrats' uh, tactics and the Republicans' response. So uh, all of the analysts on TV yesterday, after uh, Dr. Ford completed her testimony, were just absolutely sure that she was um, uh, credible, believable, and that Dr. Uh, that Judge Kavanaugh's uh, nomination was going to go down in flames, which is sort of surprising since many of these analysts and, and most of the uh, Judiciary Committee members are lawyers and should know better. Um, somebody being believable on a witness stand uh, in and of itself is proof of nothing. Uh, people that are perfectly believable can be lying um, and be very convincing, and, and that conversely, uh, people that are telling the truth can come off as if they're lying. Uh, that's why in the Western uh, system of jurisprudence, a testimony alone uh, cannot carry the day. You're not going to win a criminal conviction or even a, a civil verdict uh, or a civil judgment uh, based only on unsupported uh, testimony. And uh, I'll have to admit that uh, Dr. Ford was compelling, but um, she has no corroborating evidence, and her statement in and of itself uh, appears to have been crafted carefully uh, to omit any facts uh, that could be verified, uh, especially where this, uh, this took place. Somebody... Uh, must have owned this house, and nobody stepped forward to say that it was uh, my house where this happened, and and Miss Ford just saying that it took place at somebody's house, to me, is not believable. Um, The time, the date, I could could buy, but uh, not knowing whose house uh, this occurred at and where, in fact, it uh, it happened is not believable to me. Further, the witnesses, which is the one part of her statement that she would have to provide— in order to support this, all refuted uh, that this ever happened, including a lifelong friend of hers uh, who was sympathetic to her, uh, who said that she had never met Judge Kavanaugh, had never attended a party, either this one or anyone, with Judge Kavanaugh. So 
So all of the the evidence uh, was stacked against uh, Dr. Ford before she ever began her testimony. In addition to that, um, she told several verifiable lies uh, during yesterday's testimony. The Democrats, I think it was a White House, uh, made a big show of uh, talking about the legal theory that if you're caught lying in one thing, then your testimony can be discounted in other areas as well. And, and Dr. Ford was, in fact, caught in a lie. Uh, this, this whole idea that she couldn't get on an airplane uh, to attend this monumental hearing, uh, she couldn't get to Washington, D.C. until this Thursday, was obviously a calculated lie. And that was brought out by the, uh, the examination of the uh, sex crimes prosecutor that the Republicans had brought on board. Uh, that, in fact, uh, she made a habit of flying quite frequently. As a matter of fact, when she uh, was first contacted by Diane Feinstein, she was on the East Coast, had, had flown across the country just last month uh, to visit her parents. Uh, and in addition to that, she was sort of a, war, a globetrotter um, pursuing her surf activities all over uh, the, the hemisphere. So she flies quite frequently, and when confronted with this uh, this fact, uh, her only response was that it's easier for her to get on a plane when it's a, a vacation than when it's something important. I'm calling BS on that. Clearly, her her um, excuse that she couldn't be at a judiciary hearing in a timely manner uh, was designed to further delay this process so that the Dems could, uh, could unearth uh, or uh, manufacture more allegations in which to try to torpedo this nomination. It was, I mean, it was just plain as the, uh, as the nose on your face, but the prosecutor, other than just pointing uh, out that, she, uh, that her, her phobia was very selective, the only phobia she has is uh, getting on an airplane uh, when I need to delay uh, the hearings long enough for the Democrats to gin up more allegations phobia, uh, was, was totally unbelievable. In addition to that, she got caught uh, about the fact that she wanted to keep her psychologist's uh, report uh, private. She didn't want to, uh, it released publicly when, in fact, she had uh, revealed the psychologist's report and provided it to the Washington Post reporter that she originally ap- approached to begin this whole public relations campaign, smear campaign against uh, Judge Kavanaugh. Uh, she didn't want the Judiciary Committee to have it, so uh, suddenly her memory was faulty, and she couldn't remember just a couple of weeks ago uh, when she provided this report to the Washington Post reporter. Another thing that I found incredible and unbelievable was uh, the idea that she didn't know who was paying her legal team. Um, I don't think uh, that a normal person is going to hire a couple of... Um, $1,000 D.C. silk stocking attorneys without knowing who's going to re- be responsible for the tab. Uh, it's just not believable. In fact, and one of the, um, one of the attorneys stepped forward uh, to claim that they were doing this pro bono. Uh, the books in their law firms may show that they're doing this pro bono, but I guarantee you uh, that they're being compensated um, uh, on other accounts for the work that they put in 
of pursuing this smear campaign against Kavanaugh. There's no way that these $1,000-an-hour lawyers uh, were going to take on this case for nothing. There was an interesting episode where we saw um, the uh, crazy uh, congresswoman from Texas, um, whose name escapes me, actually slipping an envelope uh, to one of Blasey Ford's uh, attorneys uh, in a very uh, secretive manner that he uh, quickly... uh, tucked into his jacket. Um, I don't know for a fact it contained cash or a check, but uh, it was pretty uh, pretty suspicious in and of itself. Uh, Dr. Ford was also caught uh, claiming that this polygraph test was very long and interminable before it came out that the polygraph test consisted of only two questions. Again, uh, not very believable. And lastly, we're supposed to believe uh, that the reason it took so long for Dr. Ford to bring these allegations forward was not because she was coordinating with the Democrats or trying to get her story uh, just right, but rather because she didn't know how to go about it. But we're to believe that a middle-aged Ph.D. professional woman with several doctorate degrees uh, didn't know how to go about calling her her, uh, California senators both of which, by the way, sit on the Judiciary Committee, uh, Feinstein and Kamala Harris. So uh, again and again, she was caught in um, inconsistencies and outright lies. Um, if she had been properly cross-examined or had submitted herself to, a, uh, to a, an in-depth interview, which she steadfastly refused to do, all of this would have come out. Uh, the the questioning yesterday where the Republicans turned it over to the sex crimes prosecutor who's not a, not used to pressing uh, victims uh, and and allowed the Democrats to uh, you know rehabilitate her her story after every five minutes was not in the interest of, of getting at the truth. What we do know is everything on the record uh, contradicts Dr. Ford's testimony. And in spite of the fact that some people might have found her believable and emotional, um, that that doesn't prove anything. I thought um, as Dr. Ford came off as childlike. Uh, I was uh, kind of amazed uh, that that uh, somebody that holds PhDs and doctorate degrees and teaches at the university level uh, came off as a, a 14-year-old child. I, I don't think that that was uh, by accident either. Uh, So let's go on to the Kavanaugh testimony. I took a lot of heat yesterday for saying that uh, 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 Judge Kavanaugh needed to get a handle on himself and uh, pull himself together. He was overwrought. And uh, and although I understand completely that he's probably shell-shocked from this uh, this last two weeks of um, accusations and and smears against him and that... um, righteous indignation was was called for and even uh even you know emo- being emotional uh was completely understandable um it really uh doesn't uh isn't accepted that men are going to be uh, as close to breaking down as he uh was especially one a man that we're uh considering uh appointing to the Supreme Court I got thoroughly rebuked yesterday when I pointed that out. Uh, some people in the uh, Facebook groups uh, uh, were were very vehement in their uh, their condemnation of that uh, opinion. But uh, um, 
yes, he should have been uh, indignant. He, sh- he sh- I could understand him breaking down at some points, uh, but during his testimony, uh, large parts of it, he seemed on the verge of tears, and though, though he did uh, fight back tears, uh, that's just not a good look uh, for somebody uh, that is uh, uh, being appointed to the Supreme Court. Uh, I also thought that Judge Kavanaugh didn't make uh, his legal case very well. Uh, he kept being pressed by the Democrats uh, to call for an FBI hearing, and it seemed to me that he should have pointed out um, more forcefully and more often that if there were anything to Dr. Ford's allegations or these other allegations that have come forward against him that are totally uh, unbelievable, uh, that these people should go to the Montgomery County Police and file a criminal report. They won't do that because they don't want to expose themselves uh, to criminal liability for filing a false report because the the police would get in there and dig uh, and they'd find out all the background about how these people came came forward and uh, and the specifics around their allegations. They're not going to expose themselves to criminal charges, especially Ms. Swetnick. Ms. Swetnick has been led far out on a limb uh, by, uh, by Michael Avenatti, and she may, in fact, uh, suffer some criminal penalties before this is all over with because the Montgomery County, Maryland Police Department is not going to be able to ignore her accusations of serial gang rapes uh, that took place in their jurisdiction. They're going to have to open a criminal case uh, on their own and uh, and try to get Miss Swetnick uh, to provide a statement. And if she does, and she continues to stand behind even these vague ap- accusations that uh, Avenatti has put in her mouth, then she's liable to go to jail. Um, but you know, uh, uh, Judge Kavanaugh um, fought back as as best he could. He's not a courtroom uh, litigator. He is a he's a thoughtful judge, but he went to you know he didn't do a lot of uh, litigating. He went directly to the federal bench, where um, you know his opinions and his uh, his legal reasoning are done on paper. Um, I think he could have done better. Uh, also, he could have done a lot worse, and I think that uh, just the the weakness of the charges made against him uh, collapsed in the face of the reality that this guy is basically a Catholic schoolboy who conducted himself in a very uh, a restrained, almost suppressed way uh, his, his whole life. Um, and, uh, and I don't think the Democrats knew how to deal with uh, this, this uh, you know, Catholic, uh, strict Catholic uh, from the D.C. suburbs at all. I think they, uh, to, to, to them, he was sort of a, an alien figure. Um, they tried to press him on, you know, salacious details from his high school yearbook, which all fell flat, uh, not only because of the absurdity of it, but because uh, Dr. Kavanaugh or Judge Kavanaugh was able to offer completely innocent explanations for all of these things. It was, in fact, school kids trying to make themselves seem um, rebellious and um, wild when, in fact, uh, they were anything but. But uh, the Democrats were so eager to believe that Kavanaugh is some sort of crypto gang rapist 
that they overplayed their hand and, and tried to uh, portray him as something that he's clearly not, uh, that he has no history of, that all the evidence uh, and history from Kavanaugh's life uh, tend to indicate that uh, he's not the kind of person that would have done any of this. As far as the Republicans uh, handling this, uh, I can understand completely uh, them wanting to bring forward uh, a woman to uh, examine Dr. Ford's uh, accusations, but the choice they made was awful. Uh, Bringing in a, a prosecutor to question a witness was a huge mistake. Um, Ms. Mitchell has no experience uh, trying to uh, impeach a victim whatsoever, and her uh, her handling of Dr. Ford was so genteel and stilted and designed uh, not to uh, make it look as if she were uh, pressing Dr. Ford that it really went... Uh, Revealed very little. There were uh, the few things that uh, were revealed, like the airplane phobia, um, the delay phobia, and and a few other things. But other than that, uh, it, it was pretty wasted time. And the Democrats all got to uh, do their grandstanding, where they uh, uh, they proclaimed how brave and courageous uh, Dr. Ford was for coming forward with these accusations 36 years after the fact. And uh, and then, you know, just asking uh, softball questions where she could claim that she was 100% certain that this happened to her. Uh, the Republicans' handling of, uh, of Dr. Ford's testimony fell flat on its face uh, when there were real opportunities um, to, to cross-examine her. They could have brought forward a... Uh, um, somebody with more uh, experience on the defense side of the table that could have taken some of the facts and evidence and gone right after uh, Dr. Ford and and exposed uh, the weaknesses in her accusations and really exposed the weaknesses in her her motivations for coming forward and and trying to delay this process as long as she was uh, successfully able to do that. Republicans handled themselves much better when it came to uh, to Judge Kavanaugh, which was odd because that was when Dr. Ford was actually uh, in her element, uh, going after the accused, and she started in after Judge Kavanaugh pretty uh, pretty aggressively, taking the uh, the accusations um, at face value and uh, and going after um, uh, Judge Kavanaugh. Democrats, for their part, uh, when they had a chance to uh, question Judge Kavanaugh, were demanding this FBI investigation, which is a transparent effort to try to delay this prosecute uh, this uh, this nomination, drag it down, and keep it from being decided until after the midterm elections, when they hope to use this issue, the Democrats, in order to regain uh, the Senate. Um, it was blatantly obvious the way these accusations were handled that they were kept um, in reserve and secret from the rest of the uh, Republicans on the committee in order to use them for exactly uh, what the Democrats did. These uh, these demands for an FBI investigation are all bogus because, in fact, the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee all have uh, seasoned investigators, uh, both Democrats and Republicans, 
that can conduct this investigation as le- at least as thoroughly as the FBI, and it tells you everything you need to know that the Democrats steadfastly refused to participate in any of these investigations. So that's what the Democrats used their, uh, their time to do. Uh, there were um, some uh, episodes where the Democrats tried to impeach Judge Kavanaugh by bringing up his, uh, his high school yearbook, which just made the whole thing farcical. Uh, Judge Kavanaugh uh, had an answer, a very credible answer for all of the, um, the childish language that was contained in the yearbook. There were perfectly innocent explanations for all of it. And, um, and the, you know, the, the only other uh, evidence that they really had to, to go by was this uh, calendar. And they did a very poor job of that, too, because the calendar is exculpatory uh, in its nature. The, the one question I was surprised that none of them asked, ridiculous as it would have been, is uh, the count, Judge Kavanaugh's calendar for uh, the summer of 1982 shows that he was grounded several times, and none of them ever pressed him for what he did in order to get grounded. I would have liked to know the answer to that, but uh, they, they didn't go there, and probably, uh, probably best that they didn't. Um, after uh, the Democrats had uh, gone after Judge Kavanaugh very aggressively and very uh, unfairly, I don't think, by the way, that Judge Kavanaugh's uh, replies to them were as uh, polished as they could have been, but uh, they were effective nonetheless. But after the Republicans had their chance, uh, they uh, they decided that this whole Miss uh, uh, Mitchell thing wasn't working. Lindsey Graham took his time back uh, from Miss Mitchell and and had his epic and now um, famous meltdown over the unfairness of this process. Everybody was uh, singing Lindsey Graham's uh, praises. Yesterday, um, I will praise him for having the uh, the sense to get away from uh, this format that the Republicans had had set up with Miss Mitchell ask, asking the questions, and to let the Republicans, after he he took his time back, the the rest of the Republicans uh, did as well, um, to uh, to more effectively uh, defend Judge Kavanaugh. I wasn't as impressed with his meltdown. I was impressed with the content of it. It's absolutely a Democrat smear. It's absolutely tactically designed to to thwart this process. And it is absolutely the lowest point that I've ever seen uh, the U.S. Senate or any of its committees sink to. But uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, Lindsey Graham's overwrought, uh, almost... I don't want to say hysterical, but bordering on hysterical, where he loses track of his words and and starts pointing fingers and uh, and getting just carried away. But effective, uh, but evidently, I'm uh, one of the few uh, that feels that way because uh, everybody else believes that Lindsey Graham's uh, comments were absolutely devastating against the Democrats. I think that um, uh, that. Uh, Mike Lee of Utah and uh, Ted Cruz of Texas were far more effective in pointing out um, the skullduggery that the Democrats have engaged in uh, in this uh, this cynical effort to weaponize 
unfounded, uncorroborated allegations of sexual misconduct from over 35 years ago in order to try to defeat a political opponent. Um, that's, that's what they did. It's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. The rest of us should always keep in mind, however, that this issue regarding sexual assault and the abuse of women is absolutely real. And good people uh, should not let the Democrats' uh, cynical and disgusting use of this issue or misuse of this issue uh, diminish in any way um, the, the seriousness of this issue. Uh, some men are, in fact, pigs, and good men have a, uh, a responsibility uh, to protect women uh, from them. Um, women, men who force themselves on women are straight-up, absolute criminals, and they should be jailed. And if, uh, if um, possible, be jailed after they're released from the hospital. Well, that's all I've got for today's show. Um, I'd love to hear your comments on this. Obviously, I don't believe that uh, my impressions are uh, the only impressions or even necessarily the most accurate, uh, but I'd love to hear from you. If, uh, if you would and you like this show, please uh, like, comment, and share. Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, uh, be sure to subscribe. And we will talk to you next week. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to see how voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more.